podcast is part of the Sports Social Podcast Network. Hello and welcome to the Trampleweight Podcast for Saturday the 6th of February 2021. I'm your host John Walker and with me as always is Andy Vaughan. Hello. And Gordo. Hello. To the charity bet. I yeah, know, yeah. Andy's going to proclaim that his was all right, and it was. But me and Gordo, like, I came close. Like on Andy, Andy, you, Andy, you try to defend our picks by yours being good as being like the one Nazi soldier who didn't do anything wrong, and being like, I, but I was all right. Yeah, I was. It was only, it was only it all was, It was those two. It was just my pals that were assholes. <laughs> and the chat was like the one scientific finding that he did that was good for the world. Yeah, that's it. <laughs> Discovering fertilizer. Is that the? <laughs> But honestly, man, it, it's 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 not the worst week I've had because I've had all all four miss before, but it felt like the worst because everything seemed so far off for me. Um, that banker, we've already discussed this before we started recording. Arsenal, man, you in Saturday night, a goal in the second half. There was loads of chances. The goal felt like it was coming. Finish now, now, but then you see Man U can stick away six in the second half against Southampton. Yeah, that three days three days later. It's just saying, do you think there's ever been a manager so safe in their job that's lost two games nine nil? Yeah, I mean, I mean, they're definitely extenuating circumstances there. You've got a lad both, making his both. first start, and he gets sent off after seventy seconds. Like that's yeah, that tackle is horrendous. By the way, it's awful. Did you see McTominay's thigh? Like he was just pointing to ref. He was like, mate. <laughs> He's left studs, like, holes in my leg. It was even the commentator. Like, the fact that the commentator was, like, instant before there was a replay. Ah, well, that's a red card. Yeah. Like, how, I mean, how, you rarely see anyone, you normally have to punch someone to get a yellow card inside the first two minutes. Yeah. yeah. It was the, it was the fact that, like, he's clearly been told, right, yeah, you need to go out, you know, let them know they are there. It's like, he's just fucking assaulted someone. I know that there. Right, let them know you're there in a way that doesn't constitute as assault. Um, but I feel I actually feel sorry for the guy because he, he clearly was just excited for the game and wanted to put a good challenge in and, well, nearly killed McTominay's leg. <laughs> Bye. So, no goals, Arsenal, man. You both scored against Arsenal in the second half, four days later as well. So, it was the anomaly of like the last 10 games where there's not been a goal in the second half and then between the two of them, they managed to conjure up seven. Yeah. Four days later, so shite pick, absolutely raging at how just raging at how poor the game was. To be honest, it was dull. I had a very similar banker experience. It was my only losing pick of the week, but it being the banker always is annoying. Everton to beat Newcastle, they did not. They lost two 0 at home to Newcastle, which is a terrible result. And Everton were garbage, proper garbage. Um, Lucas Dean was back back from injury so maybe give him a pass on this but that's one of the worst individual performances I can remember watching every Everton move ended with him giving away possession, kicking the ball out of play, just generally being rotten um, and, it, and it permeated through the whole Everton team so it was a deserved loss. And then similar to Marshes, Andy, look at Dean then goes and gets an assist for the opening goal last night, yeah, of course he does and again, the Everton won away at Leeds, who are a good side as well. Yeah, <laughs> that was that was. I, I mean, I was giving you but stick they, for that until but they, they were one to two, though. So that's yeah. quite big odds in comparison to some other. So, th- 
yeah, so that that's kind of where we're going with the next one, which was I was giving Andy shite for for losing this one immediately. The and Bank of I, England gives you better rates, God. Than fucking one to seven away PSG at Lorient, who <laughs> um, who weren't ahead the whole game. I know they they they, they lost three two. A late Lorient goal got the that, and it was on the break. But PSG should not have, you know, Lorient are shite. And and <laughs> I don't really know what much more to say. Um, a terrible, uh, my, my worst banker, but like certainly odds wise, yeah. maybe not score wise. I probably lost bankers by more, but one to seven should be a three nil win paid out in the first half. Yeah, um, as opposed it was to a bad day for the bankers. No, not a good day for the bankers. But we made it up in our benevolent side. Um, not not quite. <laughs> I've got pretty rough going still to get through, God, though. No, I meant the charity side. <laughs> and my value was in the Scottish Championship, and I couldn't have picked it worse. But I'm kind of glad I called him out. So, Rafe v. Dundee, I took Dundee the away side at 5-4. to four. Rafe won at 3-1. to one, and Rafe won 3-1 at 3-1. to one, And Rangers' lone Kai Kennedy is kind of proven. This guy, CC Rangers, this guy's been spoken about for about two years now. Mm. This guy was going to be the next thing that came through. They said he was outstanding. He was going to take over from Kent very quickly. That's why they were happy to pay the money for Kent because they weren't going to have to replace him with a like-for-like £7 million signing. And I know he's played in the Championship, but it's his first real taste of proper football. He fucking tore Dundee the same way he tore Hearts apart the week before. His goal was an absolute peach. His goal was a screamer curling in for the left wing at the top corner. So quite excited to see him gutted about how pissed Dundee were. Dundee are a team that I think I'm going to stay on side with, though, when they're at home, but I'm never picking them away from home again. I don't know what it is about Dens Park, but they seem to really struggle going away now. So don't ever, if I, even if I even if I feel good about it, don't ever let me pick Dundee away again. Right? I'm never picking them away from home. Oh, as a Dundee United fan there, I just had so many things to say. Yeah, I don't know what it is about Dens Park. I don't know what yeah. it is about Dens Well, I'll tell you about yeah. Dens <laughs> <laughs> my value was Swansea to win away at Rotherham good odds of 5-4 to four. Uh, they won 3-1 and in fact this had paid out in bet 3-6-5 in the first half hour uh, Swansea had a 2-0 lead so. I listened back to last week's episode this morning and I actually I don't think we said it but I think all of us kind of felt that that was a brilliant pick at the time yeah. I think what we should do is we should try and recap see when we recap bets don't go through them all but we should try and pick out the one that we think's the best so I think we've done it a couple of times with you Gordo yeah. I've said this one's the bet of the week the odds are ridiculous that's kind of how I felt about Swansea I, I felt like that was a fucking great pick after I'd seen it um, but fucking came came in easy Andy easy I always err on the side of like I was saying this to Andy before uh, we chatted I always err on the side of moving away from the English leagues whenever I do anything because I feel like when people look at a paper coupon they see the English leagues, but they might not see Sierra B or the Bundesliga, where I was shafted at the weekend. <laughs> um, so, um, Schalke versus uh, Werder Bremen versus Schalke. Uh, Schalke took a 1 0 lead. Werder Bremen got a late goal to bring it back to 1 each and then were varred off for a 90 plus 4 minute winner. Yeah. Um, after I'd get, I should not have given it big licks in the chat until it, it, it was even more annoying, though, that it was confirmed. Like, it wasn't even like. It was a flash it was, score goal I, alert. Skybet had Skybet are normally the last to do it. Skybet had put the goal up. Yeah. So it must have been the commentators and I wasn't watching it. The commentators must have been saying, Oh no, it's a goal. It's yeah. Maybe a goal. And just It was one of those handballs that um, it took like four minutes, mate, to decide on. 
I know. Because I got the alert and I was like, that wee fucker's got out of jail. With two? <laughs> like, really, I really like get out of jail. He's so lucky. And then it was varred off and I was like, oh, he's, he's, yeah. maybe, not, he's maybe not so lucky. He's now gone very unlucky. I know. It was it was very frustrating as well because even more even more so in that Schalke aren't good. Like, no. And, and everything has went against them. So this would be have been another, you know, this would have just been another chapter. Yeah, business as usual. Yeah, um, but so disappointed with that. I don't think I was on the, the terribly far off that one, but uh, yeah, Werder Bremen will feature again for me because I, I still think they're playing pretty well um, later on in this. But yeah, so I did not get my value. So and my outsider was a was a weighted bet really because I was taking Bologna to beat AC Milan at home at the odds of three to one. I did see it in the recording and I double checked today. On the basis of Zlatan Ibrahimovic being suspended, as Sky had said, Flashcore had said, and Skybet had put that he was out as well because of his red card against Inter Milan, yeah. which, because it was two yellows, is not taking place until two weeks' time. So it wasn't yeah. a straight red for violent conduct. It was a second yellow, which meant he did not get suspended right away. He played, missed a penalty, won a penalty, which Rebic then scored. AC Milan won 2-1, which inadvertently kicked off our charity leg, because that was Andy's charity pick, was AC Milan to beat Bologna. So bad news for me, good news for charity. Yes. My outsider was the pick of the outsiders, Walsall versus Mansfield. I took an away win at nine to five for Mansfield. This game didn't happen. It's postponed. All states returned. Great result there, Andy. Well done. Thank you. Um and my outsider. my my outsider we talked about last week. There was two games that I fancied. <laughs> Picked, picked the wrong one. <laughs> um, <laughs> if only John had warned you, or me, or, I mean, or, or like. <laughs> so uh, yeah, so, uh, so the, the outsider that did, you know, come in, um, but w- will not be counted for official stats purposes, um, uh, was Huddersfield versus Stoke. Stoke just took a beat and ended up with a draw. How surprising! Stoke were down um, in t- ten men yeah. for a for long ages. time in that yeah. game, and there was a stat if you looked at just the second half stats, like where they register zero in every column. Corners, <laughs> shots, offsides, shots on target, shots off target. It's just all zeros. Yeah. <laughs> like it was mental. But they obviously just, they know how to grind out results. Yeah. I would love to like put Michael O'Neill, right, on the bench with a heart monitor and put like five Stoke fans of varying ages and varying health and put them all in the same area and just look, see because the way Michael O'Neill built his eye the Northern Irish side. And just watch. I bet he doesn't even get phased with a team with 11 players inside the box. Go yeah. He's like, nah, I've seen this before. Romania yeah. did this to us two years ago. <laughs> I just understand. And Stoke understand how to grind out a draw. My outsider that didn't come in, again, was, was a lot closer than, yeah. yeah. This was Hearts to Fairland. Uh, Hearts got a goal. Yeah, Jamie Walker scored in the 81st minute for Hearts um, to, 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 to win Hearts this game 1 0. Don't feel I was too far off with that one at four to one. Uh, was was a draw in that as well. I was um, off guard though. I, yeah, was, you, I, I said it was going to be fucking four or five now on the recording. I, I I don't know. Either way, um, wasn't too disappointed really with any pick outside of the the banker this week. Ran ran the rest ran close. So, um, so we've already spoken, Andy. Your your one came in comfortably. Really, mm-hmm. it was two 0 up until the last ten minutes, and Bologna got a goal back. But AC Milan did win, and I had put the charity bet on bet three six five, so it was irrelevant. Early, it was early already in. Early payout. My pick was in Portuguese league. It was Tondela versus Firenze, and now I feel bad now because Tondela won two 0 
and it's resulted in friends sacking the manager, and rightly so, because they have been fucking terrible, like beyond bad. They are, they, they just don't create enough. Like see if teams have teams have figured out very quickly, and it sounds like we're just bigging them up. See if you man Mark Ryan Gold. Ferenc mm. can't play football. Yeah, take him out of the game. They need him take him out of the game because he has created all the chances early on in the season. Folk have got wise to it, and it's just they, they can act, a team can actually afford to man Mark Ryan Gold because there's not enough quality throughout the rest of the team. I would look at friends away from home every single game. Anyway, I cashed out early on the charity bet because of this, because it was 1 0, and friends were kind of putting pressure on. But Tondela scored, was it 97th minute they scored? It was late, uh, a late second yeah. one. Portugal, Portugal, by the way, are the worst at running VAR. If you watch Portuguese football, which I do regularly now, all their games run into 100 minutes. All of them. All of the 50 minute halves. Uh, all, all the games run into 100 minutes now. Just because mm-hmm. of how slow they are at operating VAR. It's brutal. But yeah, yeah it came in. 2 now. Early, early, early late payout. <laughs> and I, uh, I I had um, Frankfurt versus Hertha Berlin. Um, this was where my luck did come in. Uh, Hertha Berlin took a lead in the 66th minute through um, Christian Piatek, um, who I constantly assume has played for better clubs than he has. He always seems like someone who's done quite well for himself. Yeah. And, then, yeah. uh, and then Frankfurt came back and scored three unanswered goals, one in the 67th minute to remedy the, that 66th minute <laughs> you know, starter. Then uh, Hinteregger and Andre Silva sorted me right out with an 85 and 95 minute goal. So you, you got another early late payout as well. I got another early. I mean, it was absolutely <laughs> sunk at that point. Um, so yeah, well, well pleased with that. And they, I, I don't know what they went off at price wise, seven to ten. So quite happy with that. It, I, it was definitely even even though I cashed out in like because my game was last, I cashed out at one nil in the ninety second minute. I think for like five quid less than the winnings, but even then, it was still the biggest charity win we've had. Oh, definitely. Yeah, it was. Yeah. A, very, very I good. still transferred the, the full eighty-one quid because the, six, man, the six quid was on Aye. me. The six quid, was, I was too guilty. I was like, I can't even give them. I can't even give them zero. The money. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but so that that was the, the shining light of this week was the charity bet came in. We transferred eighty-one quid to Beats and Cancer Trust, which is the whole purpose of doing this charity bet. So, although the picks were terrible, except Andy, really. We did get the charity up, so that's all we're going to do. That's our selling, that's our sales pitch this week. Charity came up. Let's go on to the picks on the 6th of February, where I'm hoping I'm going to redeem myself, especially on the banker. I think I'm worried by this banker, right? In the sense that I don't understand why my odds are so good for it. So I'm in La Liga on Saturday night for Sevilla versus Hitafi. I'm taking a goal in the first half at three to five. So better than one to two. This is probably my highest ever banker. The value pick, mate. Well, it is. <laughs> without, without the odds just being just being below the value threshold, it does feel like a really good value banker. So if I read out the last five home games for Sevilla. And when the first goal has appeared, right? Mm-hmm. 20th minute, 35th minute, 4th minute, that game had four goals in the first half, all by the 20th minute. 8th minute, then 5th minute, there were four goals in that first half as well. Hitafi away from home in the last five league games, the goals have came in, 1st minute, 4th minute, 
sixth minute, 20th minute and fifth minute of the last five away games. So I even looked at a goal in the opening 25 minutes is even money. But I, I feel so confident there's gold coming early. Sevilla seem to come out of the traps. If I actually read those goals backwards in Hitafe, so if I go to the third furthest away game, it's going sixth minute, the third furthest away game, fourth minute, the second game ago, yeah, yeah. and then the last game, first minute. So they're getting even worse at keeping teams out. <laughs> yeah. The, just, so, the, the, Sevilla, they kick off and the ball just flies straight in the net. Sevilla 10 seconds. Um, but I, I just don't see just based on those two Sevilla games that have had four goals in the first 20 and 30 minutes is kind of the catalyst this because that was against Sociedad and Villarreal mm. so good sides so and those were all the Liga matches that I ignored the cup as well there I, I can't see how this is getting past half time without a goal for someone mm. um, I would that's bet good, on it being sounds, Sevilla but that sounds yeah. pretty damn good man 3-5 three 3-5 to five, three to five for a goal in the first half for either team over zero point five goals. I was ready to pan that pick, like see when you sent it across, but you've provided enough evidence that once you look goal. into it, yeah, because there's yeah. a couple of severe games that have finished one one, but yeah. it just so happens the goals came after like five minutes. Yeah. Cool. Um well following from that, mine's also quite big odds. Uh one to two, my banker pick this weekend. I'm gonna take FC Copenhagen away from home at Horsens in the Danish Superliga. This game's Sunday, five PM UK time. FC Core fifth in the league, 23 points, but they're only four points behind top spot. Um, they've paid the, they're 14 games into that season. They're away at Horsens, who are bottom of the league and only have six points from 14 games. Formize FC Core, 13 points from their last five games. They're an informed side. Horsens, only three points from their last five. In terms of um, Formize's home and away, uh, FC Copenhagen are the second best team in the league away from home. 13 points from seven matches. Horsens only managed five points from their seven home matches. So this is this is a one-sided fixture. Um, odds of one to two are, are big in this spot for me. Yeah, uh, I'm so saying, I think it's an, an FC Copenhagen win. Yeah, again, we discussed this just before this call. It's yeah. a good pick. Danish League's back, which is great, which means we'll get back into the Swedish League again soon. I can get back on Dagger Force. They started playing friendlies again recently. been following them. <laughs> <laughs> what do you mean they're shite? They went 4 0 the other day. <laughs> I'll have you know against oh, no, some, jun- thinking, against some junior of, team. I'm thinking of Loonskill. Oh, yeah, Loonskill. <laughs> you're thinking of Loonskill and Sundsvall. <laughs> um, so, yeah, moving moving uh, to Germany for me. Uh, my banker this week is Friday night, 7 o'clock. Hopefully, we'll set the tone for the rest of the week. It's Bayern Munich away at Hertha Berlin. Um, I don't really need to say, I think, that much about this pick other than Bayern in their last five games have taken 12 points, Hertha Berlin have taken one. Yeah. The, what odds Bayern, are they? I don't <laughs> you need to say much more. Two to seven. Yeah, so it's, it's good it's, enough it's, for me. They're, they're pretty decent. Um, Hertha are losing to teams that, well, last week I backed them, and they, they, they got ahead against Frankfurt as well. They lost to Bremen, they lost to Hoffenheim, they lost to Armenia, Bielefeld, and they drew with Cologne, who've been ranked recently. Uh, Bayern put four past Hoffenheim, four past Schalke. That's all I'm, all I'm going to say about that. You know what you get with Bayern Munich. They're, they're a good team. They should be beating Hertha Berlin. Seems like a good treble. Good odds as yeah. well. Good, good odds on that. Right, the value, I'll start in Scottish Premier League. St Mun versus Kilmarnock. I'm taking the home side St Mun at a ridiculous 11-10. to 10. I know they lost against Hibs midweek after beating Celtic away from home. Really good against Celtic. But this Kilmarnock side, bearing in mind I've only watched the last two games... 
The second half against St. Johnston, they conceded three goals in 15 minutes to get a 2-0 lead overturned into a 3-2 defeat. To be fair, they never deserved to be 2-0 up. St. Johnston had so many first-half chances. St. Johnston were really good. I watched St. Johnston midweek against Rangers as well. They were also really good. So uh, that was like a 3-2 game that could have been could have easily been no goals conceded. St. Johnston would have still put a few goals past them. St. Murn against Celtic were excellent. They were all okay last night. Hibs, Hibs on their day are a really good side. So I don't think that's too much of a an insult. But this managerless Kilmarnock side are, are so, so bad just now away from home. Um, John, they were down to 10 men against Hibs. They were down to 10 men as well right there. They, they went, they, they, it was, they, they were absolutely fine until they, they dropped a man about 40 minutes and then they were, then they, you know, we, we went over the top of them because we had an extra. St Mirren are great. Yeah, so I, I, can't, I can't see how it's so evenly priced because St Mirren before that, I know they've lost two of the last three now. St Mirren went like eight unbeaten before that as yeah. well. This is a good, this is a good pick. Yeah, Samantha's Simund- the only team that beaten Rangers domestically this year. Yeah, like if you're taking that, <laughs> that includes a list. That includes a li- includes a list that includes Benfica and various different people on there. Benfica haven't uh, beaten the Rangers haven't exactly. I Samantha better yeah. than the Portuguese champions. Exactly. But all they have to do is beat this command side. And do you know what would be interesting bet that I'd always look out because it always seems to happen in football all the fucking time. They're all free to score. Okay. Just always, just, just, just the perfect kind of concoction of Kilmarnock landslide and Brophy's joined them. He's not got his goal yet. It just seems set, ready made, and it won't be as bad because Alex Dyer's been let go, so it won't be yeah. better. I can just see it. I can just see it happening. Um, yeah, but St. Murn really, really fancy St. Murn in this game. I am also in the Scottish Premiership on Saturday at three p.m. Good, good traditional kickoff time. Uh, Livingston versus St Johnston, um, two two sides that have been decent of late and, and certainly are close to each other in the farm table. But I think the odds on a home win for Livingston here are too high. They're eleven to eight, which is which is massive. Too good for me to pass up. Livingston are fifth. They've got thirty nine points. St Johnston eighth, uh, twenty seven points. Livingston have won the last three meetings of these teams when they've played at home. Livingston's are, are good at home. Their last eight home games have been six wins and two draws. If you look at St. Johnson's recent away matches, only one win, two draws, three losses. I just think 11 to 8 is too big a price. Um, would I take this if Livingston were 9 to 10? No. Um, would I take them if they're 11 to 8? Absolutely. I, I definitely see a lot of value in that price. The thing I really like about this is if you take Livingston's ridiculous form aside, mm. see their clean sheets. St. Johnson have. Yeah. Drawn two games, Dundee United they had to score two goals, Ross County they had to score, they had to beat they had to score three to beat Kilmarnock. They're not going to get that amount of chances against the Livingston side. See the three teams you mentioned there. Easily three of the worst teams in the yeah. league. Easily. Like maybe add Hamilton in there and you've got four the four worst teams. But Ross County, Dundee United, awful. Yeah. Like, really, really bad. And Livingston um, have kept Livingston have kept eight clean sheets of the last ten games. Which is they're really, just on a, they're just you know they're on, they're buoyant at the moment and and that's and another thing yeah they're not just buoyant they're good yeah right. um and I think eleven to eight at home is is massive mm-hmm. yeah I, I like really it. like it I think the odds are ridiculous as well I think they're wrongly priced yeah. And uh, well, I, I'm taking us back to Germany again as has been quite a lot of my picks of recent uh, going back to a. Uh, Going back to the team that done me last week, um, this was this is Werder Bremen away at Armenia Bielefeld. Bielefeld had picked up a bit of form uh, 
over their last five games, they, 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 you know, their form doesn't look too bad. If you consider the three previous games they played before their two, two most recent ones, look at their two most recent ones and you'll get an indicative of how this team have been playing. They lost 3-1 to Cologne. They concede first half goals so, so much. Like it, Cologne were already up 2-0 after 28 minutes. Um, in, in their game against um, Frankfurt, they were 2-0 down again. Um, Frankfurt were 2-0, 2-0 up, sorry. In 27 minutes, they were 3-0 up within 33 minutes. He'd been paid out already on that one. Um, Werder Bremen have been, been okay. They had a disappointing result against Schalke, but they've beaten Hertha. They've narrowly lost to um, Borussia Mönchengladbach and they beat Augsburg. They played in the Cup midweek and uh, they beat Greuther Firth. The last two times these teams have played, um, Bremen have won. The last time they played away um, at, at Armenia Bielefeld, they won although it was 1-0. Um, I, I just think that um, Werder Bremen will have enough to beat Bielefeld. I don't think you'll get your, your early payout in this one, but I think for the odds of 16-11, to 11, I think that's a, it's a big price for it, for a team who, you know, uh, uh, Bielefeld have lost their last two games by more than two goals, which would be concerning me, if because they, they'd, be, they'd be doing all right prior to that. I think Bremen have got, uh, will have enough here to, for, to go over the line with them. So that, that's why I'm taking them in this in this spot. Yeah, I, I, it it looks dead tight for me. Yeah, it, it's 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 my least favourite of the three, but it's reflected in the price. I guess what's the price? Uh, you're getting them at sixteen to eleven. Really high. Yeah. Right. So it's a big it's a big price. It's it, that's why they're in the value section. Yeah, I yeah. thought about putting them in the charity section, but um, it, you know, I, I the the value picks for me were probably the toughest this week. The outsiders were, you know, there was outsiders for days approaching two to one. They were they were bountiful. Yes. Um, so yeah, on to the outsiders. Stay, staying in Germany, staying in Bundesliga. It's Freiburg at home to Dortmund. I'm taking the home side Freiburg at seventeen to four, so just slightly better than four to one. Freiburg have won four of the last five home games. Um, the game they drew to each at home to Frankfurt, they were leading until the last five minutes. Dortmund have lost three of the last four away from home although they were against good sides. Dortmund are a good team, but I think they've got capability. They can see the fucking lot of goals, Dortmund, um, at will. They're relying on Haaland to score goals. I think if teams can keep him quiet, which is definitely proven really difficult for almost yeah. everyone in Europe, if they can keep him even remotely quiet and limit his chances, Dortmund will concede goals. Dortmund don't keep clean sheets. Um, the only outlier on the last like seven, eight games that Dortmund have had was away to Leipzig when they won 3-1. That result looks out of place on all their other away games mm. because anytime they've played anyone that's in the top five or six, they seem to, they seem to either draw Mönchengladbach, Leverkusen, or they lose. And they lost to Union Berlin. There are teams in and around the same level that have beat Dortmund away from home. And I think 17-4 to has just took a price to turn down. It just really stood out to me. When I looked at the form, I went, I know Freiburg are beating teams that aren't at the same standard as Dortmund. But they are at the same um, points tally as Dortmund away from home. The teams have beaten, which is what stands out for me. Dortmund seem to really be struggling with travelling. Um, I have no idea what it is. don't know if it's coincidence and they missing players. When I look on flash score, they do seem to be missing a lot of players. But I'm not familiar enough with Dortmund's lineup to know what the best 11 actually is and what it would include. I don't think Dortmund know that either. That's their problem. <laughs> they, they keep they keep subbing in guys like Bellingham um, to, yeah. try and do a bit of, uh, to try and do a bit of damage in there. And... He's, a, he's an incredibly talented player, but 
he doesn't have the cut and thrust that they had with some of the players that they've sold on since. Um, but yeah, I, 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 like, I like this pick as well because I often watch Dortmund games back Dortmund and then they fucking draw to some shite <laughs> and then I have to I have to console myself over that. So I, I'm, I'm quite happy for someone to back against them. Yeah, I mean, last thing I will say is I wouldn't go massively in on it. Like I'll have a fiver on it. That'll be it. That'll oh, be if it lets down the mega coupon, you're dead to us. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> My outsider, Saturday, 3pm, England, League 2. Mansfield versus Forest Green. I actually took Mansfield last week. Their game ended up being postponed. Um, because of their good odds. But I'm going to back against them this week because the odds on Forest Green are massive. They're 11-5 to five for an away win here. Forest Green are joint top of the table, 45 points from 26 games. Mansfield are 14th with 32 points. So there's a, there's a big difference between being joint top and being 14th. Um, Mansfield's home results this season have actually been pretty awful. In the home league table, so just taking into account home performance, they're 22nd of the 24 teams. That's really, really bad. 12 points from 12 home games. Forest Green are top of the away league table with 25 points from 14 away games. So while Mansfield are in form, they've got they've won their last five league matches in a row for a perfect 15 points. The big difference in league position and the big difference in, in respect of home and away records leads me to think that getting over 2-1 to one for the team that's joint top of the table is a very big price. Um, and, and for that reason, they're, they're my outsider this week. The thing... I really like this, Andy, is see if people hear this pick and just quickly look at flash score. It's a game mm. you would have definitely scrolled past and ignored because if you look at it, Mansfield have won four of the last five and Forest yep. Green have lost two, drawn two and won one. But yeah, yeah. when you get into the, the nuts and bolts that, Forest Green's last away game, they beat the best home team, Carlisle. Yeah. Before Forest that, the draw was against the third best home team. So yeah. where you might see a lot of red and amber in their recent home form, look at who they were playing. They were playing look the at, best look, teams away from home. Yeah, yeah. And, lo- and look at the larger sample size um, yeah. of how these teams have fared uh, o- over the whole season. It's just it's just over two at once massive. Uh, I mean, if, if both teams were around, I don't know, say both teams were around that 11 to 8 mark, I probably wouldn't I'd steer well clear of this game. But the fact that they've given Mansfield such heavy favouritism, I think is is, is wrong. Uh, and, and if you look at Mansu's last two wins, it was against two teams that are a point above them in the league as well. So teams low, this is where you can really be misled a lot. Because I looked at this first hand game, was like fucking hell, that's awful. And then started <laughs> to go. Then I started to do what I do and go right. Who have they played? Where are they in the league? And they were all yeah. in that cluster at the bottom. And the flip side for Forest Green was they were all at the cluster at the top. Yeah. So, so the, the, the odds are skewed in this. They shouldn't have been outside, but they should be by far the favourites. Awesome. Yeah, I, I wouldn't even say any more there, Andy, because John's done a, a really good way of rounding it up. <laughs> um, I shall finish off the Outsiders this week with uh, a game I referenced midweek, uh, a game I referenced to Andy midweek when we were talking about this, that I was a massive shite bag about and didn't do anything with. Uh, this was this is Frozen Oni versus Venezia in the Sierra B. Uh, this is ninth place Venezia playing uh, tenth place Frozen Oni at, at home. 29 points versus 28 points, 22 goals scored, 18 goals conceded, 19 goals scored, 20 goals conceded. Each team has drawn six of the last 10 away games. They don't score goals. They don't concede goals. They don't have fun. When they do lose games, they lose. Well, they're frozen only versus Spal, where they try to sit in. They conceded in the 88th minute. It's a horrible, 
terrible game of football that will end in a draw. It is. It, look at Venezia. Like, doesn't matter who they're playing against. They just spoil the fun for what, everyone. What I particularly like about this on Flash Score, I don't know if you can see my. And we can't see your Always screen. Always hard to see. Uh, so if you ju- if you jump onto Flash Score and look at this game and then click head to head, Frozen Oni home, and then click Venezia away. It's yeah. exact. It's exactly the same. Yeah. Like the draw, loss, draw, draw, win for their previous five games are identical. It's horrible. And and, 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 and midweek, I was a massive shite bag looking at Pisa Frozenoni, right, which was taking place at what, one o'clock on Tuesday or something. Um, I took under 2.5 goals in this game, <laughs> right, for a large stake. And I didn't put anything on. Oh, you were so uh, adamant it would be nil-nil. It was so game, adamant it would be I was be like, nil-nil. this is a six to one nil-nil game. And I was like, I'm not going to put anything on it. I'll just take my medicine, right? And then fucking Antalya Spore done me like later on in the day after a nil-nil draw with Pisa Frozenoni, which the stats in it are horrible. Like Pisa battered Frozenoni. They got five shots in goal. They didn't... I don't understand how Italian football functions. Fans can't want to watch this. Like no one goes to a game outside of Stoke with the impression that a draw is a good result. It's a a while ago since I've been to an Italian game. Um... But I remember going there and it was quite good because you get like these little sort of alcohol coffees mm-hmm. uh, and you can sit and make your way through a 20 deck of Marlborough. It was, it was all right. <laughs> I don't mind a nil-nil in those circumstances. Yeah, this has been brought to you by our sponsor, Marlborough. Uh, enjoy Italian football games. Um, I don't know uh, if you can still do that. that yeah. like, this, was, this was a few years ago. But, um, um, but yeah, Frozen only Venezia has a draw, and it's a horrible draw. It's what? it's a sickening game. Honestly, fuck this league, man. It, <laughs> How does it exist? I don't, don't, don't promote anyone. Do like with America, do man. This league deserves like a frozen plate above it that they can't get up. They can't get relegated. They need to franchise into Syria. They're yeah. so fucking bad. So, see on top of that, Gordo, five of bo- five of Frozen Oni's home games. Only five have had more than a goal difference if it's been won or lost it's the exact same for Venezia away which means 15 of those games have either been a draw or a single goal in the game which is proving our point this league is fucking awful this league is rancid it is so boring the amount of draws in that league are unbelievable they should start just punishing teams like it's so bad like see because we follow Liam Henderson uh-huh. He's even been dropped recently for Lecce. I have no interest in this league because every time I look at it, it just looks awful. No, the 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 under two point five goal line in this is four to seven. <laughs> I thought about taking every permeation of this game that led to a nil nil draw as my picks for this week. Like under two point five as the the banker, under one point five as the value at thirteen to eight. The outsider being the draw, and then for the charity, nil nil at six to one. <laughs> um, so you know what? See if you see if you yeah, fancy the la- back the last, nil, nil. the last four games for this league. No, 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 no. One, 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 one. <laughs> yeah, it's, that it's, was the midweek round of fixtures. All draws. Every one of them. All draws. Yeah, I, I honestly hate this league. It's so bad. The draws coming in. It's just the worst yeah. in the world, man. It's so bad. What were you going to say, Andy, about taking this as a mad permutation? Sometimes if you fancy taking a nil-nil, if you look in other markets that lead to nil-nil, you can get better odds. Oh, really? Like uh, under uh, point uh, yeah. five goals and stuff? Uh, or no first goal scorer. That's uh, a good right, one. Yeah. 
you, 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 can, you can actually find that they're, although it's exactly the same thing, it's priced better. And, yeah. and, and this happens more so in play than it does not in play. Like I've seen wild discrepancies betting in play on essentially the same thing. Like, on, say it's, say it's uh, one each, uh, under two and a half goals, or will there be another goal in the game can be priced differently. Yeah. Even, though it's this, even though it's the same thing. So it's always worth just having a wee... Having a look. look for that. Anyway, looking forward to getting one notification for that game. Nil-nil. <laughs> <laughs> um, so yeah, that's my that's my outsider. Over to the charity. We'll try to get the first ever two in a row for charity. £10 overall money, one pick each on the treble. The full whack goes to beat someone that comes in. If it doesn't, the tenor goes at the end of the season providing they haven't already. Giving them hundreds of pounds already, which would be great. I'm going to the Greece Super League. I am going for Atromatus versus Panathinaikos. I'm going for the Wayside Panathinaikos at 13 to 10. On not so close inspection, it looks like a poor pick, to be honest, because Atromatus are okay at home. Um, the last 10 home games have won three, drawn four, and lost four. But four, uh, sorry, three, but three of those defeats have come against Athens, Pauk, and Olympiakos, who are the best teams in the league. The previous meeting earlier on the season when Panathinaikos were at home, Atromatus won 1-0 with an 88 minute winner. Panathinaikos pumped them for the whole game, so must just get caught on the break. However, Panathinaikos' recent form, seven games without a goal conceded, won six of them, 1-0-0 draw. Um, they've played teams in and around the same points tally as Atromatus, which is kind of leading me to go, I really like this. I don't think they'll have enough to score against Panathinaikos, which then Feels to me at odds of 13 to 10. Panathinaikos tend to score in most of their games. They've scored nine out of the last 10. The one they didn't was a 0 0 draw. I think it's going to be impossible for a traumatist to keep a clean sheet. And I think it's very likely that Panathinaikos make it eight games without conceding a goal. 13 to 10 is far too good odds for Panathinaikos to win this game. It's not it's not completely mispriced, but I would have taken this at nine to ten. So I'm happy for the four extra units to to bring home some extra money to the banker. A banker charity should uh, be a banker, John. It's that certain. My charity Sunday, two p.m. in the English Premier League. The game will be on TV. Wolves v Leicester. I'm going to take Leicester away from home at six to five. Leicester third in the league, forty-two points. Wolves way down in fourteenth spot, twenty-six points. Form-wise, Wolves have four points, only four from the last five games, but three of them came against nine-man Arsenal in a game that Arsenal absolutely dominated until they decided to hit the self-destruct button. Um, so I don't really count those three. Uh, Leicester are in good form, uh, being placed uh, third in the league's form table, so the five-game form table, 10 points for the last five matches. Leicester's away form is brilliant. Um, their last eight away games, they're unbeaten. Six wins, two draws. Overall, I really like Leicester here. I don't know if Vardy will be back for this game or not. Will that affect how I see this game? Probably slightly, but you know they've been they've been managing results without him. Um, if he if he plays, I think it's a stick on. If he if he doesn't play, I'm still happy to have it, it, it better than even money or it's a six to five. Yeah, Ian Actual was good last night. I watched that watched that full game as well. Uh, Leicester looked decent, and they I, mean, I hope he's back. I've got I've got him in my fantasy draft team alongside Timo Werner as my two fucking strikers. So not having Vardy there is big brutal. Yeah. So you don't have anyone then. <laughs> exactly. Um, and for the charity, for me, this is probably my, my favourite pick of the week that isn't like stupid price. It's not based on price. It's based on form alone. Um, this is Lazio at home to Cagliari. 
Lazio had a real rough patch around Christmas and, and I'd lost, I think, a couple of, couple of bets on them at that point. This was because they were playing in the Europa League at that point and they were playing midweek constantly. And the, the players were just getting tired at that point. They lost to Udinese, they drew two each with Club Bruges uh, and they lost to Verona. Since then, they have been lights out. Like, they have been excellent. They beat Napoli 2-0, they beat Fiorentina 2-1, they beat Roma 3-0, they beat Parma 2-1, they beat Sassuolo 2-1, and this is just their home games. If you look at their away games included, they did a tough 3-2 loss to Atalanta. They then beat Atalanta in the League 3-1. Um, they beat Parma away in that thing. Contrast that with Cagliari, who have lost four of their last five games against the same teams we've mentioned. They lost to Genoa, they lost to Atalanta, they lost to Fiorentina. They lost to Roma, and this is their away form. You know, Cagliari have been ranked rotten of recent. They, you know, if they look at their, if you just go to their away form in general, it's a big red stripe with occasional flirtings of orange in there. Um, the standings say it all. Lazio are in sixth uh, on thirty-seven points. They're actually three points behind Roma uh, in third. Cagliari are in the relegation battle, 15 points from 20 games with only Parma and Crotone below them. I see that's been a really easy Lazio win and that's why I'm happy to take them at the odds of 4-11. to 11. Easy. Oh, there's a solid, a, a solidifying charity shout there. It is. No, not everything could be, you know... the, the, the better than even money. Aye. I'll have, you know... Hey, I'm not the one cashing these charity bets out. (laughs) That's also true. (laughs) Paper hands here. Oh, it's been the 60th minute. But if we all took your odds, we'd be basically taking money off pizza. (laughs) (laughs) The return was £9. (laughs) (laughs) Um, No, I I like Lazio in this this instance, and that's why they feature. Cool. Um, so just to mention with the Europa League coming back we'll get back on doing midweek episodes for the Patreon so for the people who support us we really appreciate it £5 a month it's always very helpful to cover our costs uh, for lip sync for Zoom for various different things that we do you get Andy's cheat sheet which is uh, a lifesaver every time I go to put a bet on because I always have to refer back and find out what it is we're putting for the charity um, so it's £5 a month you get a cheat sheet every Friday just uh, the picks written down when the games are taking place, so you can kind of keep track of when you want to add things to your, your Super Coupons. Uh, we will have midweek episodes for the Europa League. Cheltenham's coming up. That will be on it. The the one thing to mention, if you are going to join Patreon, just a wee tip, the best time to join is just now, right after the first, because you'll get two months for the price of one, because you'll only get charged on the first. So if you are going to join, do it now, because you'll get three weeks for basically nothing. You'll only be charged for the month on the first. It's a really good thing to do. It's what every Patreon I've joined has told me to do. So I always yeah. really appreciate it because it's like, right, well, I might as well join it. I'll get the three weeks to see what it's like. Mm-hmm. You go, and there you go. You, you'll, get, you'll get a wee freebie and find out what it's like, but you will be charged on the first. But it's £5 a month. It really helps us continue nice. what we're doing. Yeah, it, without it, we would be not hemorrhaging, but we'd be losing about 60 quid a month. So yeah. <laughs> we really appreciate the people that are already that in our pocket. Um, that's patreon.com forward slash trample bet. You can join there. Five British pounds a month. Or just download the Patreon app from the App Store, uh, Google App Store or, or iTunes, whatever it is you use. Um, and uh, find us there, Trample Bit. Do you I've only just started doing? I've only really started listening to other podcasts via Patreon. I really like, and this is just a really, really simple thing, I like that it works out of the app. Yeah, like yeah, you can yeah. play and then leave the app. There is so many apps. If you leave the thing, it just stops playing. Yeah. 
So it's better than YouTube is what I'm saying, as you can press play on our podcast and switch off. Go and do something else. Yeah. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Um, We also have a Facebook group. Um, Totally free to join. Just uh, search Facebook for Trampled Bet Podcast. Get involved there. A couple hundred people in the community all sharing different picks and ideas of things that they like for bets coming up and just stories in general. Um, It's good fun. It's also where our fantasy competitions happen. So the fantasy uh, soccer, fantasy football, English Premier League. Scott Strang still leading the way overall in the the salary cap league. But Ben Grant has surged up the table into second place and will be taking a run at that. Uh, He's closely followed by Chris Jones and Ollie Hornby. In our draft league, this uh, this is where the pros go. Michael Stokes has taken top spot. Uh, Jason Jason Stott in second, me in third. Uh, but I'm about to be overtaken by James McIver after Bruno Fernandez managed to go 86 minutes. So that's Southampton without doing anything of note, and then just going mental in the last five minutes. Uh, so I'm going to take a, a big fat L. And James will be catapulted I into the top. Think top. Bruno Fernandez might be becoming the player I hate the most in English Premier League. Really? How come? That tackle, I've seen him do this a couple of times, that tackle on Shaka is disgusting. And I do not know how VAR have just went, yep. That's fine. That's fine. It's on, it's on Shaka. Uh, well, I mean, to be fair, yeah, I was applauding. Right? Like, I was like, yeah, yeah. I, mean, he, I mean, to be fair, he did, he did do his best to, to rip his Achilles. So I was quite happy. But this is what bugs me. Andy, you've been going on at this. See VAR, see for all the things he gets involved in. See for the amount of things it's dismissing. See when a player is tackling somebody, staring at the bottom of the leg and sliding down the back of that leg. There is no easier red card you're going to get in professional football. You yep. go, yep, that was fully intentional. You're off. Oh, there's uh, one There's one easier one. That boy this week against McTominay. <laughs> but he at least got red card. That didn't need for you. Yeah, yeah like, there was no bar required. You're off. That's just gone, aye. It's about as easy as fucking Leno coming out his goal and just handing it. <laughs> Way, Way, whoops! What am I like? I'll see you later, lads. <laughs> yeah. Traffic shite at this time of night. Oh, un- unbelievable! Anyway, there's fa- yeah, bad for the fantasy the people that have them in their their fantasy groups. But join the Facebook group to get involved. We'll be starting up fantasy baseball as well um, soon. So if you're you're into that. Drop us a note on the Facebook page. Say you want to get involved in the the fantasy baseball draft league. That's a that's a big thing for those of us that are involved in it. And I cannot wait for the baseball season to return. Fantasy, not fantasy wise. Facebook group wise. Another thing to mention: uh, George Jones's Royal Rumble. Yeah, he posted his stuff in there, and and I, he got a a decent pickup, I think, as well. And I seen a couple of got a decent couple, treble up as well. Had a couple of folk were looking at that, so well done. And there was a couple of other picks this week. I think there were winners as well. So very valuable to be part of the group. Yeah, guys, be ballsy enough. No, I mean, people will slate you. Like, we will slate you the same way we slate Gordo. But if you think you have a good pick... I posted a winner in that group <laughs> this week. You did, a good winner. 4-1, to John. Be bold, be bold enough to let us know, man. Aye, be bold of course. let us know, because we, we, we're barely across anything. Like, I only bet on football. So I need somebody to come to the front. Like, I need, like, um, like the Michael of the rugby world. You know, I need the Stokes. Uh, Michael, Michael Stokes really uh, yeah, good to this be is We need people. Ben, Ben, is, is ice hockey just not happening now? Because Ben Grant, like, normally is, like, all over that. On the ice hockey. Yeah. I, I like don't know. It it's, it's like, the, it's weird with American sports. It's when you least expect them, they start back up. It's like, as soon as something else is, it's, it's obviously because they're sequential. Like, I know the NBA is on and I don't care about that, which means a lot of the sports I actually do like aren't on. 
i.e. the baseball. Yeah. yeah. We should have done something for the Super Bowl. I've just realised Gary's probably raging. Like, I, oh, I know nothing about it. There's no yeah. value in hearing me talking about the Super Bowl. Look, we, we've had good chats on, on Super Bowl prop bets in the, in the previous few yeah. years. And I, and I cannot wait to research the national oh, anthem. The national anthem, yeah. <laughs> because that, that's, where, that's, that's where the only bets I win on the Super Bowl are, the national anthem. Uh, so look out in the Facebook group. We'll, po- we'll post chat about that for sure. Yeah, thanks, get- Pe- shout out to Peter Glover as well, who's put really good picks in that Facebook group of late as well. That was the podcast. Have a good weekend. Happy hunting. Bye. Sports Social Podcast Network.